Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer requests, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Always feel like we're coming on vacation when we come out here. We love the Spirit. I ate enough food with your apostle today to last uh, for at least a month. But I'll be hungry in the morning. We had an awesome time of fellowship. Yeah, you know, I, I love hanging out with uh, Apostle Fabian Senna and the, the footprint. He don't like to talk about that, and it embarrasses, I'm sure. But he's got a footprint of the kingdom of God in this desert like no other I've ever seen. He and I travel all over the world, preach the gospel all over the world. But I can tell you that this family and this house has a footprint for the kingdom of God. God is going to do something uncommon in 2019. Who's ready for God to do something uncommon? I mean, ready for God to show off in your life. I believe when we stepped into 2019, Hebrew year 5779, God said, I'm going to do something that I've never done. 199 means new beginnings. 5779 means new beginnings. I would like, how many would like for God to do something new in your life this year? I mean, something out of the ballpark. I mean, just surprise you with something powerful in your life. When D and I was, was uh, getting ourselves in order, fasting and praying, as we always do for this meeting, the Lord took me and her to a scripture that I've never taught from, never preached from, never prophesied from, out of the book of Job. I'm going to read it to you in the Message Bible because I'm a country boy, and that Message Bible gets right down to my language. Chapter 5, verse 9, and verse 10. They're going to put it on the screen, the Message Bible. And I want to talk to you about moving to another level of faith. How many knows God's ready to stretch our faith a little bit? How many knows it's easy to get comfortable with where you're at? But God's about to transition you into a new realm of the Holy Spirit, into a dimension that maybe you've never walked in, maybe you've never lived in. But things are going to happen quickly in 2019. The day of struggle is going to end. The day of supernatural revival is going to hit. God's going to restore what the devil has been messing with. I'm telling you, God's about to do a season of restoration in the church before the Lord comes back that's going to establish His kingdom in a powerful way. I was sitting on my screened-in porch, and a, a neighbor that I really had not got to know uh, kept watching me. I saw him. You know you know when somebody's watching you. But I'm sitting out there talking in tongues, enjoying myself, uh, doing what I do best, talking to the Lord. And uh, every Saturday morning, I'd always go out there just by myself in that screened-in porch, had a fan going, and I'd just talk to the Lord about all the good things He was doing and tell, ask Him to speak to me about where He was taking me. And, and so this neighbor, I just I knew a little bit about him. I knew he was a backslid preacher, Pentecostal preacher. That's about all I knew about him. 
At one time, he was a great uh, carrier of the gospel, got hurt in the kingdom, and it just kind of tripped him up. But I just kind of left him alone, and then uh, I was sitting there one Saturday morning. All of a sudden, there was a knock on the screen then do, po, do, porch door, and I looked around, and it was him standing I said, man, what are you doing? He said, I can't stand it no longer. I said, what do you mean? He said, man, every time you come out here and sit down, it's like God puts a hook in my jaw and starts reeling me in. I said, oh, hot dog, something good's about to happen. So I unlocked the screen door and invited him in. I said, get you a seat. He said, what are we going to do? I said, I'm going to pray in the Holy Ghost. What you going to do? He said, I'm going to sit here. I said, okay, make yourself at home. I just went on praying, enjoying the Lord. I looked over at him a little bit, big old tears rolling down his face. And I said, are you okay? He said, I don't know. I said, well, we're just going to keep on praying. So I just kept on praying. And uh, one thing I was raised on was prayer works. And when you pray, God talks. And when you pray in the Spirit, things are going to happen. And I just kept praying. And the longer I prayed, the more he cried. So I said, well, hot dog, something about to happen. So finally I turned to him, and I called him by name, and I said, are you ready to quit running? I said, God's got something good he wants to do in the midst of all the hell you're going through. I said, matter of fact, and I shared this with these great pastors in the back all ago, you know, every once in a while I talk to God like he don't know what's going on. I know y'all would never do that. Like, God, would you hurry up? Don't you know the situation? And I really need you to hurry up and get that done. Like, I'm sure you hadn't noticed it. And so I was kind of in that mood with God about a thing I needed God to do. And about that time, God interrupted me. And here's what he said to me, Apostle. He said, not only are your steps ordered by God, your stops are ordered by me. You might want to write that down and think about that. So I, I, I said that in, in a different way to this young man sitting on my porch. I said, you got fired from that job, and you're being sued by that company, but God has a bigger plan. I said, but he's got to get you in a position so he can do some things that's going to surprise you. I say, God's about to work a surprise in your life. But I said, he's asking first that you get your heart connected to the things of God. And so I want you to look at this Job chapter 5. Now I'll come back to this boy on my back porch in a minute. And he said in verse 9, after all. Somebody say, after all. God's famous. Somebody say, he's famous. God's famous for great and unexpected acts. Somebody say, God's about to do something beyond my expectation. I want to tell you, first and foremost, God's about to exceed your expectation. I said, God is about to exceed your expectation. Oh, you ain't got it yet. God, Almighty God, is about to exceed your expectation. Some of you are going to have to think bigger, act bigger, talk bigger, shout bigger. God is about to exceed your expectation. 
He's about to show you he's God all by himself. And I know we are guilty of wanting to help God, but God is about to be God all by himself. We're just going to answer the call, step into that arena, and let God be God. Something is going to happen for somebody in the house on this Friday night. God didn't bring us together because you don't have nothing to do. God brought us together to unveil his armor power and show you he's God. That's why God brought us together. He brought us together to heal us, deliver us, set us free. Glory to God. I just on the phone uh, today with a man, had a tumor in his back, and uh, God just removed that tumor. Somebody say, God's still God. Maybe somebody here with a tumor. Get ready. God may just, while you're sitting in this impregnated atmosphere of the presence of God, tumors can disappear. Come on, somebody. He's still Almighty God. The world may try to bring him down. Religion may try to bring him down. I got an announcement for you. He's still God. He's still Almighty God. He's still working miracles in his supernatural flow. And so he said this. He said, God's famous for great and unexpected acts. There is no end to his surprises. Let me ask y'all, anybody beside me like a surprise? Y'all, y'all see this? You may not be able to see how pretty this is. Let's see if I can show you how pretty it is. I was at a conference recently in Branson, Missouri, speaking, and the, the director of the conference had this cover on his iPad. I came back home and said to my baby girl, D, I said, man, I saw this ostrich cover that this leader had. It was awesome. Bless you, honey. That's about three, about three weeks before Christmas. So she didn't really have a lot of time, but I know she's quick. And so uh, come, su- eat, uh, come Christmas, Sunday, uh, Christmas morning, and we was all gathered around celebrating Jesus and watching our grandson tear open all of his packages. He got first dibs. I don't understand that, but he did. Dee Dee gave the orders, said he gets first dibs. I said, help yourself, boy. And then I got to open mine, and the first one I opened was the anointed cover. I said, how in the world did you find that cover? She said, honey, your desire is all you have to say. And I'll quit making worlds with Jesus just to find that answer. I said, okay, baby. So everywhere I go, I have to tell that story that she surprised me with that wonderful cover. And I showed it to the apostle tonight, and he sparked. And I said, when he sparked, the Holy Ghost said, get him one. So I said to him, that cover, just like that, is about to be shipped to you. 
Come on, somebody. You get happy about somebody else's blessing. God will give you. How many is ready for some prize? Surprise. Come on, somebody. I said surprise in 2019. God is about to surprise you. And so let me come back to my little guy on the back porch, and now I'll read the next verse. And so I prayed with him. He wept his way through to the power of God, speaking in other tongues. Presence of God engulfed him. And I said, okay, boy, watch God begin to show you he's God. I said, I don't know all the things he's going to do, but I know some way I'm a little bit connected because you come over here, knocked on my screen door. So therefore, I'm going to hold you accountable. God's going to do something big for you. And he had two little kids and a beautiful wife, and, and we later got, sure enough, acquainted with them, and, and uh, they've been a blessing to us. And, and uh, so a few, back a few weeks ago, and it was a long, y'all know how lawsuits can get nasty, and well, it was one of those. And man, they were suing him for all kinds of money. I won't even tell you how much, because it scared me when I heard about it. But I said to him, he called me early one morning, he said, I'm on my way to the last meeting before the jury trial. <clears throat> and he said, we're going to try our best to get this resolved. I said, well, I just feel the Holy Ghost said it's not going to be a try. God's going to resolve it. He said, well, I tell you what, if it's resolved that quick, just uh, know that God's going, the kingdom of God's going to be blessed. And so... Sure enough, he went to court. He called me. He said, man, this guy and this, uh, his attorney are crazy. They won't budge a penny off of that multiple million dollar deal. And I said, well, it ain't over. Y'all have till 11 o'clock, right? He said, yeah, but I wanted to call you and tell you that. I said, well, I just heard the Lord say again. I mean, those God talks. I said, how many knows God talks? And God will talk to you to help you resolve issues that you can't resolve. I'm going to prove it to you in a minute. But God said, we've got to move to another level of faith. And so I just prayed with the guy, and he hung up the phone, went back into his meeting of negotiation. All of a sudden, my phone rang again in about 10 minutes. And I thought, why is he calling back? So I picked up the phone and answered he was going, I said, what in the world? He said, my God, we walked back in there. Those two, that lawyer and that man that was suing me walked back in, looked across the table and said, right here's what we'll settle for, and let's sign on it right now. And he said it was less than what I already told my attorney we'd settle for. Somebody surprised. Come on, somebody just say a surprise. Oh, yeah, somebody's about to get a surprise. I said, somebody is a... All I know is when Dee and I was fasting and praying, God took us to this scripture. I never preached from it, don't know anything about it. Just begin to study, get in my heart. And God said, the people in the desert are stepping into a season of God's surprises. I want somebody to know God's about to surprise you. That loved one that seems impossible is about to get saved. That individual that seems you can't reach them on the job is about to get right with God. 
That situation for your promotion is about to happen. That situation in your life is about to turn around. Somebody say, a surprise is about to happen. God Almighty, a surprise is about to happen. God is about to give you a surprise. Look, look at verse 10. He said, we will never comprehend all the great things God does. His miracle surprises cannot be counted. Now, folks, I didn't say this. God said this. It's not Coy Barker's word. This is God's word. He said, I'm about to do so many miracles in your life in 2019, you won't even be able to count them. Oh, there's three of you excited. No, there's somebody here about to get a breakthrough miracle of God that God's going to get all the praise. God's going to get all the honor. There is something big about to happen. God is going to exceed your expectation. God is going to exceed what you've been praying for. God is about to shift you into an arena of the supernatural miracles of God at a level you've never seen. And for that to happen, we've got to increase our faith. Faith cometh by hearing a rhema word, a revelation word. Do you know something powerful happens when a rhema word is spoken? Just like I'm saying to you right now, this is not the text I would have chosen. God chose this. Somebody here is going to take this word from God, put it in your life. It's going to change your life forever. I said it's going to change your life forever. There's something of a confidence level that I have when God speaks a scripture for a meeting that I can't explain to you. But somebody is about to get run over by a blessing. Somebody is about to have an unexpected door open. Somebody is about to step into the most wonderful days of your life. The thing that you battle with is coming to an end. The thing that you battle with is coming to an end. The thing that you struggle with is coming to an end. God has changed the atmosphere around your life, and this house is about to be the bridge into a level of faith you've never walked in. You listen carefully over the next few weeks as the leaders of this house speak a revelation word because God's about to build a bridge to the greatest days of your life. Somebody's going to say, you know what, that old white-headed boy from Georgia said this was going to happen. Well, I'm telling you, God is building the bridge into the greatest days of your life. So you might as well pucker up and kiss goodbye your past. You might as well pucker up and kiss it goodbye. This is a God season where God's going to do incredible things. Let me just tell you something. As your faith grows, your miracles will grow. Because faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. 
I said faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. It's your faith that taps into the supernatural that causes miracles to happen. I want to say it one more time. God is strengthening your faith, building your faith, because it is the currency to your miracle. Out of your faith, out of what you say, out of how you respond, out of your actions and your behaviors of faith, God is about to do something incredible. I do not believe God has favorites. I believe God finds people that has faith, and out of faith, He moves supernaturally. Are you listening to me? I had a phone call from a spiritual son. He's a businessman today, and he had been struggling and struggling with his company. And he's a great young man, has a real heart for the things of God, carries a prophetic mantle. And then he began to tell me, he said, you know, I've been struggling with this thing. And when he called, I could tell he was, he was feeling his Cheerios. It wasn't that, man, I'm struggling. Pray for my dad. I got serious challenges. But I could tell he was soaking it up. And I said to him, what happened? He said, well, this week, out of nowhere, God surprised me and gave me a $70,000 bonus. I don't get upset at him. Rejoice, it's coming to you. You don't even know the man. <laughs> Come on now. God is about to surprise somebody with miracles that you can't perform, but he can perform it. Then he said, I got two more contracts. It's off of the wall. I won't even go into all that. But God has said to tell you tonight, surprises are coming as you connect to the next level of faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of revelation, the rhema of God out of the mouth of a servant of God. Or when you're reading the word, suddenly the spirit will ignite a word in the Bible and it will come off of the pages and hit you right where you're at. God is building your faith. The platform of the kingdom is faith. We operate by faith. Everything that ever happened in my life happened as an action of faith. And God knows how to test your faith because He'll ask you to do things that are bigger than you think you can. God will test you. We were in a church that runs about 2,000 people couple three Sundays ago and we just we love this church we love the atmosphere we love the leader we love the bishop we just have in church and they started the service by prayer every Sunday morning they start that service with prayer I'm not talking about lay me down to sleep prayer I'm talking about a prayer that pulls down walls, speaks the Word of God, decrees what God's going to do, prays in the Holy Ghost. And it, it takes, they start the service at 1030. The first worship song is usually about 10 minutes to 11, maybe 11 o'clock. This Sunday was all there, ready to roll with that service. They started that prayer time. All of a sudden, it was like a thunder hit that place. I looked around and the altars were just packed, just people laying, sobbing, 
You could hear them crying out, God, forgive me. God, cleanse my heart. God, change my life. You saw people getting baptized in the Holy Ghost. I mean, a move of God. And I thought, man, when's preaching coming? Y'all don't look funny. And all of a sudden, God said, today is a day when I'm going to surprise people. And I mean, he started doing things in that house. An hour and a half later, they were still in the altar, weeping and travailing in the altar as God changed and transformed lives. Folks, I want to tell you, there's a revival that's about to hit again that you can't put in a box. God's going to do things that's going to shock people. He's going to surprise people. You watch what God does over these next few months in 2019. Just remember that God spoke it right here in your presence on a Friday night of this conference and said, get ready, God's about to do something. Some of you, God has brought you through adversity. He's brought brought you through serious situations. But hear me tonight, those adversities have prepared you to step into the next level of your faith. You're still here. I said, you're still here. And you haven't lost your shout. God is about to give you the greatest year of your life. God is about to give you the greatest season of your life. I prophesy to you tonight, God is about to give you the greatest days of your life in the kingdom of God. God's going to surprise you as you step into this next level in the kingdom. God is going to do something uncommon, supernatural in your life. Now, Jeremiah 3.33, I think it's 33.3. I don't know what it is. I'm not a typer, but I typed it out because they wanted notes today. I can read it to you because I wrote it down. Here's what the Lord said. Call unto me, Jeremiah 33.3. Call unto me. This is in the ESV uh, translation. Call unto me, and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. God is about to pull the covers off of things that have been hidden from you and going to bless you right in front of everybody. Watch what I'm telling you. God is going to confuse your haters. Oh, yeah, God's about to confuse your haters. Those who have said nasty stuff, those who have behind your back jabbed at you, God's about to confuse them because he's about to dump a boatload of blessings right down. Matter of fact, I hear the Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He's about to change your zip code. God is about to change your zip code. God's about to change things on your street. 
God's about to turn things around in your life. He said, I'm going to show you things up to right now have been hidden. But I'm about to pull the covers off and show you the things that have been hidden. Somebody in here is about to get a miracle and you've been right at the edge of the miracle. But God's about to give you something to show you that that's been hidden. And when you see it, you're going to say, my God, it was there all the time. But it was hidden for this moment in your life, for this time, for God to do what He came to do. God Almighty, that's somebody's work. I said, that's somebody's work. God is about to show you the hidden things that's going to change your life. God Almighty. Mm. Somebody got to hear this. Y'all remember this story? I told it, I think, once or twice. Hidden things can sometimes keep God's plan at bay. It don't happen for you. It's supposed to happen, but the hidden thing can keep it from happening. I took this church. Smith Wigglesworth, Amy Simple, McPherson were the founders. Great patriots of faith. It was a mess when I took it. Had a Big old auditorium seat over 3,000. They had about 110 people. On a good Sunday, they'd have 140. It was empty. But I said to some people, right after I went there and told them I'd take the challenge, I said, there is something hiding that's about to get exposed that's been keeping the blessing off of the house. Those people looked at me like, what? I said, there's something that the enemy has been using to rob this house of its blood-bought heritage of souls in the kingdom. And I said, by the grace of God, we're going to discover it and we're going to deal with it. So, you know, Southwest flies a lot of flights from uh, Oklahoma City to Dallas. So I went to church one morning. It was boring, nothing happening. So I got four of my staff people. I said, let's fly down to uh, Dallas, uh, and we'll be back this afternoon. They said, what are we going to do? I said, I don't know. I'm going to buy you all an airplane ticket if you want to go with me. They said, okay, we'll go with you. I said, you better. I'm your boss. <laughs> I just asked you to go with me. So we loaded on Southwest, jumped down there, got a rental car, took off, went over to a the big Galleria Mall, because there was a pretty tie store up on the second floor. That was back when everybody wore ties. I'm looking around. And, well, anyway. Only the apostle and his servant. But anyway, we was up, at, up on the second floor. Somebody say uncovering things. See, you need to be glad when God uncovers something that's been keeping you from your miracle. Are you listening to me? And so I'm up on the second floor. Uh, I'd been in, got my ties. Some of the other guys was in there digging around. One of them is named Lowell Mims. It takes him longer than a woman to shop. And so I, I kept saying, Lowell, we got to go. I want to go do something else. So he finally got his two or three ties and so about the time that he is checking out, I looked down on the first floor. 
God was uncovering something. I live in Oklahoma City. I pastor in Oklahoma City. And yet in Dallas, in the Galleria, God was uncovering what had been crippling that church. So I looked down there. There's one of the head men, very wealthy man, with a thing on his arm. It wasn't his wife. I'm from the country. I probably didn't handle it just like everybody else would. I handled it like cowboy. I used to ride bulls and bareback broncs right over here to Level Land at the college. So I just, I just handled it like a man of God that was a cowboy. I bailed off of that second floor, and I walked right up to him, spun him around. I said, Bob, who is that? That ain't your wife. He got very angry. I can't imagine why. He became very angry. He said, that's my mistress. I said, oh, you need to come by my office tomorrow. He said, I'll come if I want to. I said, be wise for you to come. I walked off. Because I'm Indian. Sometimes I think it's Apache. It's supposed to be Cherokee, but. I felt a flush of that Apache about to stir up. So y'all think all pastors are sanctified full of the Holy Ghost seven days a week, 24 hours? No, sometimes. So the next day, we flew back home. I went to the office the next morning. My personal assistant called in my office said, uh, Bob's here to see you. I said, well, great. Send him on in. He walked in. The first thing he did, now, you tell me if this is smart. I'm 5 foot and 16 inches. He walks into my office. He's about 5'10". He walks into my office. First thing he does is starts pulling off his coat. I went, oh. So I got up and started pulling my coat off. <laughs> I thought, I'm not going to mess up this suit I got on. And I said, you know, probably rather than mess up this office that was prepared and built with God's money, we have a little area right out this door here. He said, you wouldn't. I said, watch me. And I said, every uppercut will be in Jesus' name. <laughs> I said, because God just uncovered what has been destroying this house. And we will not leave it as it is. Well, he had some choice adjectives to say to me. I said, you're a leader in this house. He said, I don't give a blankety blank. I said, well, you have a choice. I'm not talking to you no more. Here's your choice. And I said this to him, Apostle. You either go tell your wife or you leave this church. Because if you don't leave this church or tell your wife, I'm going to tell your wife. And when I tell your wife, it won't be nice at your little camp. So the next Sunday, there they all sat. When I read my text to preach that Sunday, 135 of them devils stood up and had a parade out the door. Well, as they paraded out, I had the rest of the congregation give them a hand of praise as they were leaving. 
Because I said they'll never be back. Because they shall hinder the work of God no longer. The minute God moved that hindrance, revival broke out. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people got saved, got filled with the Holy Ghost, got healed of all kinds of diseases. Devils were cast out because God exposed the hidden thing. I want to tell somebody, God is about to answer your prayer. He said, call unto me and I will show you things that have been hidden and it will produce the miracle. Once I show it to you, you deal with it and step into that supernatural. Ah, God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody is on the edge of your miracle tonight. Somebody is close to your miracle. How much time I got? Zero time. Ten more minutes. Lord of mercy, I lost time. Somebody say, when you're having fun, you lose time. Now listen to me, I will quit. I am subject to the house. Listen to me carefully. God said to me, he said, I'm about to do what the devil has thought would never be changed. Somebody, my skin's crawling, somebody in this house is about to have an impact move of God. If you'll come back tomorrow night, I'll get to the good stuff and really preach this thing. But I'm telling you, God is up to something big. I said, I feel something's brewing, something's turning. Can y'all feel anything? God is up to something big. It's not just another Friday night. God has set you up to do something uncommon in your life. This is the moment. This is the time for you to step into the supernatural of God. God's going to show Himself as your healer. God's going to show Himself as your source of supply. God's going to show Himself as your peace. God's going to show himself as everything you have need of in your life. Stand with me, please. I want you to bow your heads just a moment. I just got to obey the Holy Spirit. You say, Dr. Barker, I'm in the house. I know that there is something bigger, better, greater than I've ever tasted in my life that God is about to do. But I feel like there's a hindrance that I need God to deal with to break me free to enter into that realm. And I just want you to slip your hand up. I'm going to ask God to reveal to you the hindrance. Hands are going up all over the house. You don't have to tell me what it is. You don't have to tell anybody else what it is. God is about to tear the veil off and show you that He loves you, that He's God, and that He's working right now in your life. Slip both hands up. That's a sign of surrender. Father, in the name of Jesus, you saw the hands that went up all over this room. God, there's something new, fresh. I feel such an urgency of the Holy Ghost. I feel such a compelling force of the Spirit of God. God, you've got something big, massive that you plan for these people. And Lord, I don't think I have ever in the 
Many years I've come here, year after year, felt such an anointing coming upon these people. There is something big. There is something powerful. There is something that's going to surprise them in this place. And I just thank you for it. In Jesus' name.